Okay, because anytime anything touches me lightly, I freak out. Right, because touch me hardly or don't touch me at all. <laughs> I, those are the same thing. <laughs> hardly touch me or don't touch me at all. Why and I have slight beef because she moved out today. Yeah. Um, I did move 95% of my belongings. And we are sitting in the empty shell that once was my bedroom. And is now a haunted... A recording studio. Exactly. So, yeah. I was the first to leave, but we're like both moving out. <laughs> you fully were no, because that's actually not fair, and actually I want to fight you because, <laughs> because you have been like taking bits and pieces, bips and bobs for the last weeks, weeks I say. Oh yeah, since June. Since uh, June <laughs> is the end of July. I was like, hmm, I would like to go use this daily. You know, thing I use daily, no, gone. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, I think I would just like to, I don't know, live in my house with decor. No decor, just b- gone. No notice. Gone. Part of that was the loss challenge, though. True. Follow us on TikTok. Yes, follow us on TikTok, which is fine. I'm not upset about it. But yours was a slow it was. process, and mine was all at once. Mine was a marathon, yours was a sprint. What's that John Green quote? He pops up on my TikTok sometimes and I hate are you, it. Are you thinking of Hank Green? No. Ew, John? Yeah, the he's author, the, man? Yeah, Is he but, the author? Yeah, but he has a brother who's honestly more famous than him and makes better TikTok videos than him. Wait, John, maybe it is Hank Green. You probably see Hank because Hank's better. John kind of sucks. Um... But no, I see literally John Green. Okay, but they look the same. No, at literally John Green. It says at, and it's always that's what it says. Nasty. <laughs> and I scroll right by, so I don't know why it keeps showing it to me. I've never oh, watched one. That John Green quote that I will now quote to you. <laughs> it was like, uh, following it. Oh, bitch. <laughs> falling in love with you is like. Uh, a thunderstorm. The rain comes down slowly and then all at once. Oh, uh, yeah. I heard that. Do you read John Green books? Oh my god, I devoured every single one of them. Yeah, I did. I did. I loved that. <laughs> Was he the stars guy? The Fallen Our Stars? Yeah, that book that tore my soul out, stomped on it, and shoved it back on my throat. Yeah. The Cancer Bug? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yes. So, I think... The Fall of Our Star- Stars was one of the first ones I read by him. And then I was like, obviously, he's the prophet of our generation. He's 47. And I went to the closest books a million. Bam! I walked in. They had a kiosk. That- we did have a bam. Yeah. It's still there. Really? Mm-hmm. I never went. Well, I walked in. You bet your sweet titties I walked in like summer 2013. Kiosk that says, looking for John Green books? I said, yeah, the fuck I am. <laughs> I bought every single one of the books he had ever fucking read. I bought like eight books that day. I read them all in like six months. I like devoured them hoes. I never engaged with any John Green content. And they were all exactly like that. They were all like, misfit boy who plays the flute, falls in love with quirky girl who does quirky thing that actually is kind of annoying. And then he's got to search for their love. 
crazy. I, you know, and I feel like at that point in my life, I would have liked those books. So I'm not sure why I never really interacted with them. You could have tattooed them on my fucking eyelids. I was so into it. Did you read Sarah Dessen books? Did I fucking read Sarah Dessen books? <laughs> yes. I just got rid of them, like, maybe before we moved in here. I kept one. I have one. Which one do you have? Uh, Keeping the Moon? Okay, that's the one I don't think I read. Oh my god, I have it. I'm giving, I'm giving it to someone to read. <laughs> have you read other Sarah Dessen books? Oh my god, all of them. Bye, because no, because... Because I, I have them. All yes. of them. Yes. I wish I remembered the titles, but, like, she really was doing it for, like... There was, like, Lack and Key. Because Lock and Key, no, gave me a piece of my own personality. No, because I had it in the pink hardcover with the jacket. Ooh, baby. I was obsessed with that. Like, I became obsessed with house keys because for years. Oh, me too, and I needed a key years. necklace. I fully got one. On me the- too, I got like on the Etsy. I was like, oh my God, you buy your sweet so funny. tits. I'm going to have a fucking house key around my fucking neck. Because I don't even remember what part of the book that was. No, I had this, look, this <clears throat> striped version of it. This cover. Ooh. It was very pretty. She really was doing it for the girlies. Like, yes! young adult, like, I want to fall in love this oh, summer. the truth about forever. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, so I remember the one about the key, which... All I remember about that is, like, is she falls in love with some scrummy boy who, like, is in a band and lives in a house with all his They always fall in love with the scrummy boy. And the whole thing is, like, the house only has one spoon because they're scrummy boys in a band. And the way that they know, he knows she loves him and she buys him a fucking picnic set from, like, the thrift store because they don't have any plates or silverware. So she buys him, like, a used picnic set. And he's like, you fucking love me? I ate that shit up. Another part of my personality. One of her books, was, there was a thing about, I think it might have been that same book. It was like, no, we've, we've just got to go to the car wash. We've got to go to the car wash. I was like, why? Everything sounds better in the car wash. And then they like listen to music and they blare that shit. And it was like, oh my God, it's so trippy. I'm going to this kiss. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Let's kiss. Let's kiss in the fucking car wash. <laughs> like, that's the only thing I want right now. And that's the only place I want to do it. And there was one that told me the word albatross by... It was like... You do like that word. Do I say the word albatross? People be telling me that I say words. And I'm like... I've only ever heard you say the word albatross. And I'm like, I swear that was my own hidden word that I never said aloud. So, for the listeners... It was all about this girl being like, I'm going to lose my virginity at fucking the beach house this summer. You had to be affluent to, to be in the Sarah Desmond. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was so good. And the whole thing or was Or about... you were, like, poor, but you had rich siblings. Literally. That you could live with. Exactly. I your think s- that was lock and key. Your sister went to art school at NYU. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. Yes. And the whole thing is, like, she wants to lose her virginity that summer. She's, like, fully 15. And... <laughs> But also, me too. And her I was just going to say, how do you get into that headspace to write as a 15-year-old? And then I was like, Maya could do it. Me. I could do it today. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what I want. You just take anything and, like, blow it into the biggest, grandest gesture of all time. Amazed. And her whole thing was like, I have to get rid of this albatross, this thing that's weighing me down. It's like a nautical word. Oh. And I fully, like... Made a vision board about it. And I was like, yeah, me and my fucking albatross of virginity. I've got to get rid of it. I am so disgusted of this thing. 
I was like 13 or 14. The albatross is your virginity, but it wasn't your hymen. Stop. <laughs> Let's introduce ourselves before we get into my vulva. Hi, I'm Maya. And I'm Angela. And this is Nishadies. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast where um, one of us has a hymen. Speaking of. Take your guess. <laughs> so, if you didn't know. Because we didn't know. Well, I didn't know. That your hymen was like getting your cherry popped. And that as much as I wanted to get my cherry popped as a teeny bopper, no one ever popped that. I thought you were going to explain to them what a hymen was. It Okay. Hi, I'm Maya. I'm a fat black femme lesbian. <laughs> my pronouns are she and her. And I still have my hymen. <laughs> Which is, if you need to look up an anatomical drawing of a, of a vagina vulva. Which I needed to do. It is, like, you, it's a little vagina hole, obviously. And then there's, <laughs> there's a little, almost like, think of it like a, like a little, like a covering. Like a little peekaboo on the bottom section that covers it. And that is called a hymen. And so when people say, like, you popped your cherry and, like, broke your hymen, it's because, like, some people is so covering of the hole that they have to rip it to have like penetrative sex Ugh. and i was like fully that's gonna be me so i was lying to people and i was like yeah me fucking i ripped that piece of skin a long time ago never had been kissed and it turns out to this day i still have it that's crazy it aligns with everything i did in my childhood <laughs> and, and people someone called me out they're like why you fucking didn't pop your cherry riding a horse someone called you out yeah and i was like oh actually that's not true i'm just really fucking sexually <laughs> and sexually experienced i love anyone who's bold enough to call somebody a liar <laughs> you know what i mean because you gotta know somebody's lying and be like you lying ass bitch especially when it comes to like personal history <clears throat> because i've had a friend <laughs> i have a friend from high school who says that like their dad is not their real dad and their real dad. Like, there's this just whole elaborate story. Conspiracy. And I never had it in me to be like, are you lying? But, like, to this day, I still think about it and I'm like, you're a fucking liar. It's giving lie. Yes, but I was never bold enough to be like... Nah, I, I lied a lot <laughs> in high school. <laughs> I fully was like, I've seen some things. And they were like, you fully haven't. And I was like, oh, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you had seen some things, but not the things you were telling them you had seen. No, I seen like Omegle chat rooms. Right. You should uh, call that friend up, tell them they're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we haven't spoken in years. I want to know about your dad. I always fucking thought you were fucking. What <laughs> if they're like, no, genuinely? Exactly. <laughs> and I just don't think it's worth it to be like. No, bitch. You send them into a spiral. That was my childhood trauma of not lying. Like, like the reason they relapse. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, mm, two truths and a lie that you're a fucking, you're a fucking <laughs> psychological liar. Pathological psychopath. Oh, no. Hi, I'm Angela. My pronouns are they, them, and today I identify as a hugger. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so as someone who was anti-touch, very anti-touch yeah. because of, like, physical sexual abuse, like, I just, anti-touch. Yes. I have been working through that, and, well, I was very 
only certain people were allowed to touch me. Like, people I had known for a very long time, like family. I would be very snuggly with them, but, like, I did not. Other people, I'm like, get away from me. Yeah. But recently, I've been wanting to hug my friends. I'm still weird about it. It still makes me feel weird um, to, like, ask or to, like, initiate. But, like, it's been nice to be able to hug and touch my friends. That is nice. Yeah. Have you ever actually taken the love languages test? No. I wonder, like... Yes, but not in a long time. I wonder how low your physical touch score would be. Or if it wouldn't be very low. Yeah. Because... How low or high? What my physical touch score is? Well, my first thought was like, it's going to be zero. But then I was like, <laughs> let me just not assume. Assume it's... I don't think that's true. I don't think it would be zero. Well, yeah, that's why I backtracked. Because when I hang out with my aunt, I'm all in that bitch's business. Oh, really? Let me in. Oh, yeah. Mm. And, like, I'm always like, come get in my bed. Sleep in my bed. Can I sleep in your bed? Please. Mm. Or, like, my cousins. I'm very snuggly with my cousins. Interesting. These are not things I knew about you. Yeah. Hmm. Like, when I lived with my cousin, she was always on my lap and shit. Oh. Yeah. That's sweet. Mm. That's nice. Yeah. I thought you were exploring that. Yes, I'm working up to it. And, yeah. Try to be a hugger. Yeah. But not, I'm not just gonna, I'm not gonna be a hugger that just like hugs people. You know those people that are always going in for the hug no matter who you are? Like when you meet someone new and they're like, I'm a hugger and I'm like, get a grip. (laughs) And not on me, you fucking freak. Touch your wife, sir. (laughs) No, like, cause the amount of people, it's never actually been a man, thank God. But like, I've met a few ladies who were like, I'm a hugger. I'm like, I don't know you from a f- anything like, and that doesn't mean I have to be. You can be a hugger. You can prefer to hug. It doesn't mean you have to hug me. And you're a hugger. Why do you want to hug a full stranger? And Just why off are the you? bat, exactly. Why are you a hugger? Off the bat, I would like to no. It's like being a flasher. Why? Okay, well, let's calm down <laughs> because for many a long time, the first time I took the love languages test. My physical touch was the highest by, like, a landslide. Yeah. Which tracks. Yeah. For everything we know about each other. That doesn't make you a flasher. Well, you done just uh, done assimilated them. That's not the word. Correlated. I'm a flasher. Says the nudist in the house. I was just going to say, I don't want to, like... I, oh my god, do I flash you with my love? No, 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 What I'm trying to say is that I think the act of being a flasher is funny because I can only picture it in, like, the trench coat, like, yeah. fedora hat kind of way. So it's funny, but, like, I'm sure someone's seen some of these parts and been traumatized by that, so I don't want to take away from that. But to me, flashing is funny. Just like being a hugger? I'm trying to figure out how this relates to huggers. It doesn't. I just started thinking about flashes I after cannot. I said it. I <laughs> I cannot. Should we get into a segment? Sure. What's our... Fr- I don't even... You tell us. What the fuck are we doing? What content have you consumed? Some content I have been consuming as of late. Um, I've been watching Never Have I Ever on Netflix, which is a Mindy Kaling joint. Yep. Um, it's amazing. I have nothing but good things to say about it. Uh, the main character is the girl in high school... Um, her dad recently passed away and she's just working through being kind of like a shitty friend and a shitty person and 
Uh, she doesn't always make good choices, and I think it's been, like, very real and very... Mm-hmm. A realistic depiction of, like, some of the turmoil you go through as a teen, but not just, like, oh, my friends are mad at me, and I didn't do anything wrong. It's like, no, she has to really own up to her shit, and I think it's really nice. That's interesting. And it's also really funny. Oh, yeah. It's Mindy. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had... I had started that, but couldn't get into it, but... I fully believe that. It sounds, like, really nice. Like, I feel like a lot of the representation that you get in, like, teen media stuff is very, like, put, like, of the extremes of, like, they're in a sex cult. Or, like, (laughs) like, this is just a show about five friends crafting in a fluffy room. Like, it's either on Disney Channel or it's on HBO. Literally. They either slice each other's throats or it's, like talking about webkins for two hours so i think that's nice that's really cool yeah it's a very nice middle ground if you can get over the fact that one of the main love interests is 30 okay so here's looks the thing because it. <laughs> it's hard to get past it. because here's the thing i oft walk into angela's room to bother them as i do and the way that there's always a 45 year old man on screen um regardless of what i'm watching <laughs> well, you've been really into this show, so I'm like, oh, clearly they're watching, I don't know, Succession, Mad Men, I don't know, no, 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 a Mindy Kaling joint, because I'm like, that man has crow's feet, that man has sunspots, that man's hairline is behind his ears, who the fuck are we kidding, and why is he next to this little young bopper, teeny bopper? And then they made a thirst scene with him in it, and I was, I was- like... <laughs> I feel like he's both too old and too young to be doing this. I was physically repulsed. It was disgusting. And also, yeah, it was gross. He has little shoulders. Gay. So, (laughs) my question, is the the lead, the girl, Mm -hmm. an actual teen? Yes. No, because he, that's what fucks me up. We talk. She's like 18, but like, yes. No, because this is the Jason Earls effect, okay? Because... Because if y'all ever watched Hannah, Hannah Montana, okay, everybody know it was like a Disney, I don't know why I'm doing this other night. It was like a fun fact. <laughs> I think you should keep doing it. It was like a fun fact. Like during like a Disney commercial, they're like, did you know that Hannah, Mon- that Hannah Montana is actually Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter and that Jason Earls, who plays her brother, is fucking 37, which you know what? on the surface seems fine until the fact that there's literally like a multi-season plot line of him getting close and kissing on Emily Osment who was fully a teenager. It's also not fine. Like no matter what, it's not Did fine. Did I just say it was fine? You were like that's fine until there was the plot line of Oh, like, that it was like an adult playing a child. Yes. Yeah. I don't think that's fine. I hate it. Um okay. Yeah. So sorry, I just want to make sure that I didn't like no, 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 speak. No. Yeah, yeah. You didn't. No. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so the main character is 20 now. So she was 18 when the show came out, and they were obviously filming before then, so she was less than 18. Do the math, creepos. Which is, yes, like, she, age appropriate. This man that plays one of her love interests is 31. Go to jail. He was 29. Go to jail. Cool down, Wilmer Valderrama. Put your pants back Okay, on. because that's what he's giving, too. No, I hate that so much. Yeah, it's like, I really have been mourning for child actors of recent. Yes! 
Yes. That's some content I've consumed that wasn't even on my notes. So I was listening to Riv Correa's podcast, um, Where Are They Now? Riv Correa was in a couple things as a child actor. Um, they most notably were in School of Rock with Jack Black. And uh, I don't know. They're just kind of like a cool queer. I don't know. Like that's kind of how I found them again on TikTok. And um, they have this podcast where they interview other child stars who like, but like on that like maybe smaller scale, I guess is how I would say it. Like not, I don't fucking know, Lindsay Lohan. Like, you know what I mean? Like the person who played Ethan Kraft, who is now a real estate agent. Like those kind of people. Um, And it's really interesting because there's a lot of shared childhood acting, childhood child labor trauma because I think we need to start calling what it is like why is being in the entertainment world the one loophole of child not one but a loophole of child labor it's very strange because us normies we're not acting are like oh my god what a dream job it's so easy it's not even like working and I think us not viewing it as work can make it easily Easily plays into the idea that we don't see it as child labor, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if we don't see it as work for adults, we sure as fuck don't see it as work for kids. Kids are having fun. But that's not what's going on, even. And this all loops into the Leah Michelle can't read conspiracy. Because it's not funny. <laughs> I mean, it's funny on the surface, but it's not funny. It's funny with the fact that people have chosen to torment her with this. Leah Michelle, for everything that I know about her, has done many a horrible thing to people. And they're choosing to harp on this, like, made-up conspiracy that she can't read. Like, maybe she, you could just be mean to her because she's a shitty person. Like, I don't honestly even have too, many, too much beef with that. And maybe it's not even made-up that she can't read. Maybe she can't read, but that's sad. That's not a, funny. Like, anybody else who can't read, it's like, the system failed them. and But they're like, ha-ha, Leah Michelle, ha-ha. <laughs> Literacy is not funny. Speaking of Leah Michelle, ha-ha. I've been thinking a lot about this whole funny girl, Beanie Feldstein casting thing. Your fave, two episodes in a row, Beanie, friend of the show. Wait, I don't know Beanie. I don't don't remember the fuck I said about her. Long time listener, first time caller. (laughs) And poor Beanie Feldstein for getting fully just crucified by creepy Broadway stands because, like, we've got to admit that they're weird, too. Um, Weirder, probably. Oh, my God, they're fucking too intense over goddamn Broadway. She got crucified by them for her, like, supposedly subpar performance in a very classic show. And that was fucked up. They should not have, like, attacked her that way. I also don't know why they would cast, why, like, casting, Broadway casting people would pick a non-Broadway, non-trained, non-singer. For such an iconic role. I think someone really set her up for that. You're talking about it, aren't you? But they sacrificed her. For Lee Michelle? Lee Michelle was in Glee. There are Gleeks. They're not Beaks. (laughs) (laughs) Jonah Heeks. (laughs) Jonah, you're in two episodes as well. Welcome back. I'm fucking friend of the pod, Jonah Hill. We've talked about him before. Um, yes, last episode. And before, because we were like, stop being mean to him just because he was even fat. 
just like, listen. One-sided friend of the pod. I bet he gives you a head. Yes. I bet he... He either won't go anywhere near it or would like feast. Yeah. And then we'll probably buy you breakfast in the morning. Also, is Beanie Fuzzy's gay? Yeah, she's got married. Engaged. We talked about it. On the same day, the Supreme Court made that decision. Did you know that mental illness causes memory loss? Here's the thing. Angela was talking about how they hate editing the pod because they remember everything you say. I'm like, I... If I don't edit it, like, in 24 hours, I fully don't remember a single thing we talk about. Oh, I got it. Of late, I've just been like, wow, I don't remember anything. Like, like... <laughs> that's not that's not great. Anyway. Every day is new. Okay, a show I would like to discuss. I would like to put it on your radar. No Demo Reno. Feels false. They do demolish the homes. <laughs> it's a li- You're a liar. We write in a handwritten letter in blood. You're a liar. <laughs> so it's a renovation show. <laughs> I think it's originally from HGTV, but I saw it on Discovery Plus. And the host is Jennifer Todrick. Tiny lady. Lots of hair. Giving kind of Kim Possible. I guess. Yes, real life can possible. Okay, so she does renovations and her whole thing is like, oh, I don't demo your home. I just give it like a facelift. Wrong. She still takes out walls. She takes out cabinets. It'll be like demo day, but they can't call it that. It's like day where we take out all the stuff in your house. (laughs) But they get away with it because they don't need any building permits because the city doesn't qualify as demo. So here's the thing. Did the name must have come before the show. Because why not name it something else? <laughs> why not pick a different name? <laughs> like the name's not even that catchy. Okay, but I think she's doing to me, it's giving low budget renovation, right? It's not like a gut and rebuild. You know what I mean? It's it's an average person renovation. It's not I'm not a rich bitch renovation, which is fine. I think that's fine. And I think most people's houses just need facelifts in the same no demo reno, right? Like, they need some new paint and some new fixtures. See, I would love to see that on an extreme level of, like, we're not going to tear down a wall. We're going to make this space work. Like, we're going to, like, I think the ability to still tear, tear down walls and even, like, lose that functional space in your life is, I mean, it's still a good show. But I just feel like, man, it's something fucking different. No permit hermit. Like, figure the fuck out. Like, I don't know why it had to be that fucking name. Exactly. Like, it I makes just, you mad. I watched it and I felt like I was getting lied to. I was like, but you're, you're, that's a sledgehammer. Can't permit to a permit. <laughs> because clearly the name came before the show. They were like, we're gonna, we're not, we're not redoing the name. So here's my other question, okay? Because are there <laughs> Shut up. Are there other um like home maintenance renovation channels other than HGTV? Because you said like it was probably on HGTV. My question is No, it was on HGTV. Okay. Alas. Beside my point. <laughs> 
of are there other like home gardening television channels and what what are they called because i generally don't know any of them uh, there's like the diy network oh that is a network uh-huh and then so i think like discovery sometimes does some like backyard bullshit discover your at home aura what but there's no other like networks i think dedicated to oh there's the magnolia channel get a grip <laughs> no why i hate that yeah because it's wrong it's inappropriate it, it's a monopoly because the way i started thinking about all these hoes who are trying to get a monopoly stop go to jail straight to jail why are you so greedy do not pass go go to jail I like don't... i just want to put my bills on auto pay that's it that's Meanwhile, really it. You have Magnolia Life, Magnolia Kit, Magnolia. <laughs> and be able to give any homeless person I see on the street money. I would like to be Literally. able to give anyone I see cash, no second thought. Yeah. And put my bills on auto pay. But you hoes want a whole city block in Texas, which you know is larger than the average block. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. I finished a book. Oh my God, what book? You know, okay, so. The poems. Yeah. The poetry. Exactly. That's why I'm naming my incredibly black son. <laughs> like, um, is there a poetry? It's poetry. <laughs> you could also do it if you had a baby with a French lady. Poetry. Poetry. <laughs> Anywho. Okay, so like, you read. Okay, things I know about you. You're a reader. Great. I once, too, was a reader. I have fallen out of that in my adult life. And it's just hard for me to get through a book these days. And uh, I like, I think realizing that I'm a nonfiction girly, that I'm like, that's kind of my bag, um, has definitely helped. But I'm still like figuring it out and finding my groove. So I've been like kind of like, pooping on myself because i'm like oh my god i can't read i can't read <laughs> like oh my god i can't read that's how i feel with the pool oh my god i can't swim <laughs> but the thing is i can read just like you can swim i'm just finding my stride and uh yes and so like uh i was named after poet amazing woman maya angelo you might not have heard of her. She's a little underground. Yeah, I mean, she's like, she's like, I don't know who knows. And when I was, I knew this as a child, my mom told me, and I was, she had her like books. And I was all for reading books that were too old for me, right? That was my thing. But I was trying to get into this. Maybe it was also a Billy Holiday book. And I was like, we are talking too much about rape. And so I closed that book um, and didn't pick it back up. <laughs> and then recently, um, I got the best gift of my life, which was some Maya Angelou quarters. And um, someone was like, oh, you're named after her. Have you read any of her like books or poems? And I was like, oh, no, I haven't. And then I was like, I'm an adult. I better catch up mustards. I better get into this rape content. And there was... Very little in the book I read, actually. So I don't know what fucking book I was oh reading. Oh, my God. Maybe I'd like to read that one. Yeah. There was, like, like maybe two poems Isn't that had a hint. that one about cage bird? Yes, that one was beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, 
And it was really fucking nice. And I've never read, like, a... As an adult, I've never read a book of poetry. Like, I've read, like, Milk and Vine. What's it called? Milk and Honey. <laughs> I've read, like, Milk and Honey. Um, but it was, like, really nice. And I read them all twice. Because I was like, I don't feel like I'm getting the cadence. So I read them all twice. And I took notes. And it was really good. And, like, I really loved some of them. And That's know. really nice. It was well, really cool. Our high school chemistry teacher gave me a Maya Angelou book when I graduated. She was so sexy. She? I would eat it from the back. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> we get that that's your mentor. I was having sexual awakenings about that one. I tried my hardest in chemistry and it just didn't. Me too. It didn't go. Oh, best you. But she was still my favorite teacher. She was so nice about it. She was spending like for 20 minutes. I'm like, I don't know any of the words. So I read a book. And I'm very proud of myself for A, finishing a book. And B, like, I don't know, really enjoying some of my Angela context. I was also a little bit <laughs> afraid that I would get into it. And like my namesake would be someone whose work I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> Reasonable. <laughs> but I really did enjoy it. And she's also very, no, because this is what I need to tell you. She's also very black in her writing, right? She writes like every third poem is about slavery. Like she's bliggity black black, okay? She writes about, you know, strugg struggling with money. Like she's very like, I don't know, candid about that, those aspects of her life from like before she got very famous. So I've been, I've read it entirely at the pool, in the pool specifically. The amount of white people, three to be exact, who came up to me and were like, mm, that Maya. Ah, uh, well, let me tell you about how I feel about her. I was like, white people love Maya Angelou. And then I realized a white person named Maya Angelou named me, a white person who loves Maya Angelou named me Maya. And I was like, oh no, oh no, I didn't realize. And people were just, someone stopped me and was like, I saw her in Buffalo 97. Great, great speaker. And I was like, what is happening to the white people? <laughs> they love an artist. Oh my God. I it, the unsolicited Maya Angelou support. I was like, I am confused and a little perturbed. Also, she's so black. I'm like, what do you know? How did you relate to that? <laughs> what did you get out of it? I'm that? like, this book is black as fuck. What are you talking about? What did you... You tell me, whitey. It was <laughs> wild. I really wish you would have said that. <laughs> I really do. The fuck you talking about, whitey? Just make them think for just a moment. It was insanity. Anyway, I really enjoyed the book. I would love to lend it to you, but yes. Amaze. I... <laughs> was listening I found a podcast that aligns with one of a passion of mine it's called working class history it's just Angela Bate they just <laughs> <laughs> um, talk about the working class history and I think that you know we often don't hear about working class yeah. people yeah. and their struggles what have you learned um, so far I've only listened to the coal miners Coal mining wars, the West Virginia coal mining wars. Did once. they fight in the mines, or was it over the mines? It was about being miners. So, 
And the mining companies, they were fighting the mining companies. The union workers were fighting Ah, the mining companies. Unions. I love unions. You know I know nothing about any of it. Um, But I am subscribed. Yeah. So what interests you about... What made you click that episode? The coal mines. Um, Because that's something... Well, first of all, it's close to home. It's local. It's American. And what they talk about working about? class history around the world. Okay. I was like, Angela, there's not a fucking coal mine around here. If you tell me there's a fucking coal mine in our backyard, I'm going to move. You, how did I not? Okay. <laughs> no. I, I thought you were trying to school no. me on geography, and I was like, I'm so stupid. Okay. No, 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 no. They talk about, um. Yeah. And I also know you love uh, working class Southern culture. I do. So I didn't know if you were like, it's right in my backyard, Kentucky. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think it's really important. Um, okay, yeah. And I just think, I feel like a lot of what I, okay, so, you know, history classes are not quite comprehensive. Absolutely. How could they be? <laughs> <laughs> so I remember learning about, like, monopolies and, like, yeah. businessmen and, like, mm-hmm. it was bad for the working class people. Mm-hmm. But never hearing, like, right, like, working class stories. Mm-hmm. And I just think that I would like to hear more about that. And as someone who interacts a lot with, like, country music, they talk a lot and, like, bluegrass music and, like, American mm-hmm. folk music talk a lot about being poor and being coal miners. And so that's kind of how I've been interested in that. And it really originated from also a Sawbones episode where they were talking about lung health and coal miners in West Virginia. And that's where they're from. Okay. So I wanted to learn more. That's cool. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's got a host from the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. wonder if... Yes. Interesting. I think that is a little more. I always wonder if, like, the nationality... How much that shapes the information they're giving. Mm-hmm. Um, namely, this is not, this is so tangentially related. <laughs> when I studied abroad, girly, um, my host mom was watching fucking Roots in Spanish because it just was on TV. Like they were just like having a special where we watch Roots. I don't fucking know. I don't know. And so she was watching Roots and she was into that shit. Like, she tuned in every night to watch that shit. And I was just like, girl, do you fucking know what these, what do you know about these fucking raices, these fucking Roots, bitch? I was like, you don't even fucking get these Roots. I felt so, I like felt so like, how dare you watch Roots and not get nothing about Roots. (laughs) I understand it sounds so dumb. But I've, yeah, and so I just sense that I'm like, cool. are y'all just, are other people consuming, yeah, these stories or telling these stories who don't have much context and what is missing in those ways? Do they even know what those roots? Mm-hmm. They talk to a lot of, like, people that live currently in West Virginia. And, oh, cool. Uh, yeah, they talk to a lot of people, uh, the, like, is it like interview based? Um, so yeah. So I started with one that was not one of their like earliest episodes that was not on the West Virginia coal mm-hmm. mine. 
And I could not get through it. The sound quality was not good. I was like, what is going on? So I looked like at a more modern episode. Um, so initially it was solely interview based and then they moved towards like more like mm. a little to add a little bit of a narrative to like make it yeah. a little bit more interesting, okay. which I found nice. Um, and then they ended up talking about like the West Virginia teachers unions and their strikes and so Interesting. Yeah. I liked it. Cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It sounds cool. Mm-hmm. How'd you find that also, by the way? Um, it got suggested to me on TikTok. Oh, yeah, nice. I find a lot of my new podcasts from TikTok. Me honestly. too. I found normal gossip on TikTok. Yeah. So, yeah. I had a sad revelation this week. Oh, no. Of the content I consume. Oh, no. I listen to so many white people podcasts. Okay. White people podcasts. And here's the thing. I was like, what am I, a fraud? What do you mean? A person of color fraud who only listens to white people speak. I only can listen to white people. I don't even support. They're not even in my top ten. What am I, fraud? And um, I think currently uh, the answer is yes. I haven't fully processed that. Me too with queers. You don't listen to enough queers? Yeah. Mm. I think you got a lot of straights going on. have a good mix of queer so i feel like i have a good mix of if we're picking marginalized identity uh queer people and then i've been listening to disabled people um on podcasts but i don't necessarily have any that are hosted by disabled people Hmm. except for maybe one but yeah interesting how do you have any plans to diversify here's the thing i don't (laughs) know It's mainly black people. Because I do have podcasts from people with of other races. But I have like a few podcasts hosted by black people that I like. And I've recently been unfollowing a lot of podcasts. Because as an avid podcast, podcast listener, I've been just following people with the hopes of getting to listening to them for years. And there are too many now. So I've been unfollowing people like listening to an episode or two being like, I don't actually like this and unfollowing. And like, mm, yeah, some of us have been my <laughs> black people I listen to. So, I just like, I don't know. I'm a fraud, a flower day. Forsake me, my black brethren. Get into this. Get into this. Do you know what a whistle graph is? No. Bruh. You know how much I love the very concept of summer camp, right? Yes. So uh, I stumbled upon a TikTok, obviously. Uh, I thought it was a bug. It's not a bug. (laughs) (laughs) The way we both just zoomed in. (laughs) Um, and so a whistle. So it's an artist who does whistle graphs, right? As like their medium. So whistle graph is a like a song or a chant that goes along with the movements to draw a picture. So oh. they're really popular with like kids stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one that I didn't, I don't think I knew many like growing up, but a friend had taught me like, there's one to draw a pig. That's like little circle, little circle, pig, circle, whatever. Anyway, oh, you draw the circles, you sing the song and at yeah. the end it looks like a pig. I think I've seen those on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, I think it's like a group of artists 
but they um, decided to like take that. They they worded it as like to take whistle graphs really seriously, essentially. So instead of just using it to doodle a picture, like that the song or chant you're doing like has some type of meaning and ties into the image that is made. Um, and I obviously found the saddest one and really latched on tight. Uh, that was called Sad Campfire. Highly recommend. Uh, and I don't know. I'm just enjoying it so much. And it's just like so freaking cute. And I'm really into like this, my like creative space right now, which sounds douchey. Um, but I've been doing a lot of like arts and crafting. I think that's really cute. I think that's a space you like to be in. And I don't think that's douchey at all. Cause like I'm not even an artist. Oh fuck off. What? <laughs> I'm being for real. Sometimes artists are shitty people. Now, who said that? Who said that? Well, I'm just saying cause you, so like, therefore you don't even want to be an artist even. <laughs> <laughs> Child, I don't know what. Okay. Yes, and I have been. I've been freaking scrapbooking and collaging, and uh, I had a like recovered memory that when I was little, I I went through a lot of phases of like what I wanted to be when I grew up, but one of them was like artist, and that's because I just really went hard in art class. Honestly, what medium? Like what you do? You want to paint? You want to draw? You want to sculpture? You wanted some clay? Yeah, it was fully like third grade art class, so it was fully like drawing a picture. It was like generalized artist. Yeah, (laughs) it's like general practitioner. It it lasted from ages like eight to nine, and I was like, yeah, I'm the best at art class. And then there was another boy who was better at art class than me, and I was like, well, I guess I can't be an artist. You know how no artist is better than another one? Exactly. I was like, I guess this isn't my calling. I remember I made a... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was bad at art class, and I didn't enjoy it. Like, if there's anything you know about me, I don't like a craft. I don't like to... And I just felt like... It just always felt like nothing was turning out the way I wanted it to. <laughs> but I remember I made this clay elephant, and it was so fucking weird looking. But I gave it to my little cousin. She had it in her room for a long time. That's amazing. Yeah. So do you enjoy creating things? Yes. Like? I enjoy to create a podcast. Per. I enjoy creating an outfit. Per. I don't enjoy creating something out of clay. I don't enjoy creating something out of clay. Clan. Crayon is what I meant to say. Angela is a murderer. Angela is a, <laughs> Angela is a, is a racist. You heard it here first. I enjoy cooking a meal. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't enjoy... Yeah, you love creating other ways. Yeah. Yeah, it's all like you, yeah. Yeah. But me, one thing about me. One thing about me? Is I'm gonna make some bad art. <laughs> is I'm a little do little doodly do. I do be drawing. And it's honestly like, I draw shit and I'm like, there's this doesn't look like bad. It's definitely not good, but it is a drawing. You really put your ass into everything you like create though. 
You like write down a recipe and put your whole ass into it. <laughs> Melt my whole ass into a recipe. One of your recipes on the fridge was in Spanglish. Yes. But so not I- one of the ones on purpose. Not one of the like meant to be Spanish ones. The whole rest of the fucker was in English and then you used the word hacer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's how my fucking brain works. That's very funny. I know it does. It made me giggle. I was yeah. like, oh, that's very Maya. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Cute. I went through an artistry phase. Get into this. I've talked about it a lot, but I'm here to talk about it again. I have an old car. No, because fuck off. No, because I fucking know because say more. I didn't think I had an old car. Angela, I fucking know. <laughs> I didn't think I had an old car. And then... My car is in the shop. It's getting painted. They gave me a loaner car. I have, I'm driving currently a 2021 car. So much is going on in this car. <laughs> Angela, your car is a covered moped. <laughs> yes. Well, it's, it's always been a very simple car, even for when I yes. got it. They, we, yeah. There were no bells and whistles. Like, it was yeah. always a very simple car. But it did the things. And yeah. it was, I think it was only like four years old when I got it. What year is your car? Is that 2012 and I got it in 2016? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So it was only four years old when I got it. And ever since then, it's been my new car. Mm-hmm. And it's always been my new car. And it's still my new car. And then I got into a new car and I was like, no. Uh-uh. Well, the new car you're in fully has holographic projections. It's also like a fully loaded new car. It's got all the bells and whistles. So like, eh. But I didn't think my car was old, but... It's definitely not new. <laughs> so I have such an enthusiastic reaction because at some point in the past few months when you were like going to get your car done something to, you were like, why? Oh, you were like, why do I keep having to get my car fixed? And I was like, well, your car is at that age where you're going to have to like regularly get your car fixed. And I think you just had just gotten off work and you were not happy with me. You were like, I'm not getting a new car. My car <laughs> is like new. And I was like, anyway, I'm just going to drop that. I stand by it. I don't necessarily stand by the tone I use, <laughs> but I stand by it. Which is fully fine. But I say that because something my dad always says is you either have, uh, you're putting money into a car payment or you're putting money into the regular repair. That's like a car payment's worth of money. Which is something like I never really got until I went from having older cars that I was regularly putting hundreds of dollars into to a newer car that I'm just mainly putting mm-hmm. like a car payment into and so I, that's what I was at that point I was like yeah your car's getting older there's maintenance you know that you have to keep up with and you were just like this brand new spanking limousine <laughs> I was also working nine hours a week and taking 18 credit hours and I was like <laughs> I can't afford to even fix my car or even think about an oil change so the thought of my car being old is gonna send me over the edge but I also yeah. like I'm obsessed with my I'm obsessed with my car. car. And I feel like a lot of people don't get cars that they're like fully 100% obsessed with. No, I hate my car. Exactly. And, and I just bought that bitch. <laughs> and I've had my shits for I don't know a long time, 6 years and I am obsessed with it. Every time I see it, I'm like that is me and that is my car. And so it just makes me sad to think about getting older. 
It's got good time on it. It's a good car, so like it'll last a long time. Oh yeah, it doesn't even have a hundred thousand miles on it, so like we're it's chilling. Not a day in. But and then I got this new really? fancy in car. Six years, you don't go anywhere, huh? No, I don't fucking. I don't like to drive. I don't know what people are confused about. I hate driving. I know, but like as a Midwest person, like I just feel like it's very commonplace to be like, ah, yes. Took a 400 mile road trip this weekend. Oh, right, but you have to think about it. Like, my family, if I'm with anyone older than me, like, I don't drive. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, anytime I go visit family in the Midwest, I'm not driving. Anytime, like, you know, I don't. Mm, you no. have a very tight family union. unit. Yeah. Yeah. Who drives me places? I envy that. And now I got this newfangled card with holographics and my seat moves and my steering wheel moves and I fucking hate it. Never holographics. Yeah. But it does have a butt cooler. Which grew on me. Cool these cheeks. <laughs> it's kind of loud though. Everyone's like, oh, this is such a nice car though. Don't you? Like, I wouldn't mind if someone gave me this car. And I was like, I don't know. I think if someone offered it to me, I'd keep mine. <laughs> Hilarious. You're in love with your car. I am in love with my car. We're having a love affair. Oh, I have more things. (laughs) I know you do, which is good because I don't want to get into much on my end. But I want to get into yours. Okay. Let me get into your end. Did you know, which I'm sure you fucking... (laughs) Did you know, I'm sure you did, that that the electric company charges more during peak usage hours? Yes, I did. No, because that's illegal. No, because are you fucking kidding me? That's price gouging. It should be illegal. <gasps> oh my god, you're even more right now. It's double fucking illegal. It was originally only illegal because it inconvenienced me. That's insanity. <laughs> and what, how the fuck did you learn that? And why wasn't I aware? <laughs> why do I feel like I was sitting in my car and I heard some Allegiant bullshit uh, ad or something? Or I got an email. I got an email. I was reading mm-hmm. my emails and I don't know why I chose to read that one. But it was like... Do your laundry and not peak hours. Blah, 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 blah. Oh. And I was like, that's silly. Yeah. So I saw someone on TikTok who was like making a joke about every day from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. They unplug all their shit or whatever. I don't know. And uh, doing a little comments research. I'm like, oh, my God, they do charge more. I look it up. So this person on TikTok has like a five hour window of peak times. I look it up our living area. No. Get the fuck out of this. No. 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Fuck off. So I'm not supposed double. to do anything. Double. It's so double. So I'm not supposed to do anything? In the summer, it's triple. In the winter, it's double. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Hold up. Hold the fuck up. And they say it plain as fucking day on the goddamn energy website. They're like, yeah, from... 9 p from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. the prices are only like I don't know 0.15 and then from whatever 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. the prices are 0.45 like it fully triples in the summer you want to know another way they're scamming they will offer you to be like instead of paying your bill you could pay what the average is in your area so like you pay a standard amount why would anyone want to do that? Go. Why would you do that? And they offer that. They, <laughs> the reason I know that they do this is because my aunt, they tried to do that to her. And we don't turn on the air conditioning. We are not air conditioning as family. And she was like, no, I will be goddamned 
my bill is so much less than everyone's around me. Yeah. Because, like, then you pay a standard. I think the idea is, like, throughout the year. So it doesn't go up in the summer. It doesn't go, you know what I mean? Because you're using your air conditioning. But here's the thing. Unless that bitch is crying to, to, to 60 in the summer and, like, hot as hell in the winter, like, are you getting anything out of that? No, that's just a bad, that's just, like. I think maybe different when you have a house. A marketing scheme. Oh. Yeah. I think heating and cooling a house is, a whole house is a little yeah, bit different. I have no idea how that would work. Me either. I fear that. pretty standard in an apartment, but a house is. Yeah, I fear Actually, that. when I did live in a house, it was more expensive. Or like the condo kind of mm-hmm. sitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I fear that um, a lot. Because what do you mean I have to figure out what the air should be at for every room in this bitch to be the fucking right temperature? Like my room at my parents' house, fully always 20 degrees hotter than the rest of the fucking house. Yeah. Like... That don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So now you know. Yeah, that really ground my fucking gears. Get into this. Do you know what fake body means? What? <laughs> so it's something I've been seeing all over TikTok where like people- Fake body? Yeah, people in like the- Fadi yadi yadi? Exactly. In either like the on the video or in the caption will be like, um, fake body. Because it's a, people trying to get around, like, the censorship of TikTok. So, like, you could do, like, fake blood, fake weapons, fake blah, 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 As, like, which I don't know if that has ever actually worked. As, like, worked. a safeguard to, like, getting censored? Yes. Oh, okay. So that way if you, like, post that you're someone who, like, makes cosplay content and you post... I don't know, something gory, you can be like fake blood. Right. And then you can maybe I And don't if you post in a swimsuit, you could be like fake body because your ass is out, but so then you can be like it's not really my ass. Fake body. And I was like, are you saying you got work done? I'm That's what I was thinking. I was like like the Kardashians. I was not keeping up with the trend, so I like fully didn't fucking understand it. Until someone was like, it's trying to safeguard against like the censorship. And here's my thing. I think it also has kind of turned into, like, a joke of, like, haha, fake body, like, mm. like, I don't know, I don't really know. It's weird. I think it's, A, weird, and, B, maybe instead of, like, everyone normalizing, like, how to work around censorship, we should acknowledge that censorship on these apps is fucking insane. Like, I think that might be even more productive. Yeah. Ha. How? How of, like, acknowledging it? Yes. I think, like, I don't know, like, talking about it even in, like, these spaces. And also, like, I don't know. I just think there's room for that conversation because I think it becomes so normalized that there's no one being like, yeah, this is fucking weird. Whether that's on that app, like, TikTok or somewhere else. Like, I think people, I feel like creators are always talking about censorship and being censored. Yes. I feel like people with, like, platforms, though. Because, like, people with no following are being, like, fake body. You know what I mean? Well, maybe, like, I'm looking so for a unified front. So you want more regular, regular people to be like, yeah. this is wild? Like, a more unified front. Right. Because the people who make content for content purposes and not for, like, personal reasons have different interests like i had to, i had followed a couple of people who were constantly talking about being shadow banned yet i was still seeing all their content which 
you know, the first few, few times, it's like, okay, like, I'll go to your page. I'll try and get, I'll try to do my personal responsibility to get you on shadow band, which like that's insane. Isn't that fucking insane? But I've done it for people. And then after the seventh video I see of someone being like, well, I don't even fucking know if anyone's going to fucking see this because it's fucking shadow band. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fucking follow you because like, I just like, get entire, like, I, I feel bad, but like, I'm just supposed to, it's, I keep fucking seeing it's on shadow band to me. Right. I just, I guess, yeah, to me, putting anything on a, someone else's platform, like you're just asking to be censored and not yeah. be able to say whatever you want. It's like going into, you know. I don't, like, going yeah. in, yeah. It's, uh, do you think there could be a world with social media, but less or no censorship? Or would that be a horrifying place? I think that might be a horrifying place. Mm. Yeah. Weird. I think there is also, like, a time and a place for censorship. Like, I think. Oh, I agree. And, like, censorship saves us from a lot of things apparently very famous actor and comedian howie mandel posted a prolapsed asshole on his tiktok and it was up for like an hour the other day what the fuck is wrong with people and all i see is the aftermath prolapsed asshole howie asshole prolapsed howie mandel for like 20 tiktoks in a row i was like what the fuck is happening yeah and yeah and i think anywhere in the world where you have children you have censorship that makes sense. I think that's where a lot of the conversation starts. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. And it's weird to like... Um, and it's easy to be like, well, these censorship things are super silly, but like... They're not always... Well, like, they're silly because they catch the things that are dangerous. Right. Yeah. But they're silly because they also catch things that aren't dangerous. Right. And that's what is like hard for me to like reckon with is like... The fact that I'm still being affected by censorship when the things I'm posting are not. I think censorship could be implemented better, maybe, but Mm. but also I don't know. Yeah, what that would look like. Because if you're using like artificial intelligence and like programming to censor, you don't know. Yeah, this interesting. Mm -hmm. Put a pin in it. We'll come back. We'll do next episode. We'll solve that problem. Yep. Next episode, we'll figure out what the (laughs) fuck to do with that. Uh, <laughs> oh, it up. Okay, wait, no, because you're gonna fucking love this. There is. Get into this. Get the fuck into this. There is a vegan paleo fantasy about word overload. And so I offhand heard this in like a tidying up YouTube video of like, wanna make your house look less cluttered? Take all the labels off of everything. And if it has words, turn it around if you can't take the labels off. Because, like, you get visually overstimulated by lettering. Ray Dunn, take notes. Oh, fucking K. Because I watched that video and I was, like, fully just discarded that piece of information. Because I was like, that's the, you know, dumb. And I think Marie Kondo also used it in her, like, you know, platform. It's silly. Okay. It is silly, I will agree. And then I went on a no. hiking conference trip. Yes. But no. Have I mentioned that in the fall? Yeah. No. 
I went on a conference for work, turned out to be a a hiking trip. It was horrendous. And I met a woman there named Valentine, okay? No. Uh Uh-uh. I met a really nice white woman named Valentine. She was real crunchy. And I, at the end of the trip, she comes up to me and she compliments my, uh, like, uh, beaded necklace, like a candy necklace. The one that we have matching. Oh, yeah. And she's Your like. Your yellow one? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my gosh, that's so pretty. And I was like, thank you. And then she gets closer to me and she goes, oh, what does it say? And I'm like, oh, it says golden on it, whatever. A friend made it for me. And she's like, wow, it's so beautiful. And I wasn't even overloaded by those, by that lettering. No. (laughs) Normally, the words would really overpower the beauty of a piece of jewelry. But that is even understated. And I was like, are you shitting my dick right now, Valentine? (laughs) Cause what? (laughs) That's a wild thing to fucking do. Anyways, it's a thing that people do. And how do I get into it? Who's the leader? I don't know. I don't Ray Dunn. I know she's the anti-leader. I bet she's got her hand in both pots. Yeah. Okay, and so she said just the words you need. And then this ties into a third parter. I went and babysat for a coworker whose house was head to toe covered in words. Eat, pray, laugh. Jesus prays when you sleep. Grind, sleep, eat, remote, turn that button. Volume up, love in. Munch. I just need to see this executed. And it was just wild to me because it's like, there's like vegan paleo fantasy of like words, letters, overstimulation. Close your eyes when you drive. And then there's... I fully made that up. Don't quote me on that. And then there's the other side that's like, Ray Dunn, eat, laugh, sleep, pray. Don't forget to flush. Thoughts? Silly. (laughs) What are you going to do? Take the words off a remote? No, because... Yeah. I think that'd be a very funny skit. Because I need you to go all in. I need you to get rid of all words. I need you... No books. No phone. No mail. Like, I need you to only speak to people. Like, if you're going to fucking do it, you better do it. No expiration dates. Yes, because it better not be like, oh, this is... Because... It, say it's aesthetically pleasing to you to not have words, right? Le- yeah, less words. Yeah. It, be like, it feels good to me. Yeah. Not like, oh, everybody's overwhelmed all the time and everybody's mental. That's the fucking thing. You could just say, hey... I like it when there's less words. So I choose to put my things in Tupperware with no words. But you, you should do whatever you want. If you yeah. don't find that overstimulating, you should do that. Yeah. And it's funny to it's me. It's giving life hack. Okay. Because it's funny to me when it goes from like what I think would be similar to Marie Kondo and like, you know, ways to just organize your things mm-hmm. to like, well, it should be organized this way because the other way is life mind cluttering some people are maximalists some people like words some people don't like words and like i just but all the words expiration dates remotes i'm gonna sound an old crotchety man (laughs) when did we stop being able to have preferences you can have a preference and not recommend it to all your friends Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah you don't gotta be like you gotta get on this no words wave too and then, frankly, you don't like words so much, shut the fuck up. 
No, because that's the that's the end of the argument. If you don't like words so much, shut the fuck up. Like, imagine someone coming at you like, well, Marie Kondo says, okay, shut the fuck up. Shut your hole. Clearly, you don't have shit to say to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm being overstimulated by your fucking voice. Shut up. That's so funny. I hate it. No, because it like kept coming back into my life in like three different ways where I was like, this is trippy. I hate that. And also leading this movement. The pa- the paleo fantasy bitches. Ugh. A footbed type shoe. I keep getting dip, ads. Dip, 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 dip. As, <laughs> as someone who uh, has been having foot issues, not even. I was looking for foot comfort. Fishues? Exactly. <laughs> Fishulas. Um, I, I think that's like a sore in your asshole. Anyway. A fistula? Isn't it? I don't know. It's on Grey's Anatomy. Anyway. I keep getting targeted ads for like, you need this shoe. It has a foot-shaped foot sole bed. It's shaped like your foot for ergonomic foot splay, foot traction. Oh my God. If your foot is cramped, those shoes are squashing your toes just like they're squashing your mind. Okay, I will say, I think I know where this comes from though. Okay. My aunt said to me one time, she's like, if you were to ask me what has changed the most in my lifetime... It would be footwear. And she was like, it used to be bad, uncomfortable, not shaped like for your foot, not made for your foot. It like they were playing basketball in Converse. Can you imagine? You know what I'm Okay, saying? so she was referencing like as an industry and like the product availability, not like her own feet and experience with shoes. Well, yes, but not only that. Yes. Okay, that makes but, sense. But like footwear as a whole. And That's everyone's experience with their feet. So That's I really think, interesting. Right. So mm-hmm. get into that. Because you're on to something. That would be interesting to learn about because, I mean, even, like, I look at some shoes that are, like, required in certain parts of life. A, ballet shoes. Or dancer shoes that you have to, like, wear on Broadway. Even when I think about, like, fucking cowboy boots, I'm like... It's giving inflexibility. <laughs> like, we're not really giving a lot of accommodation here. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Crazy. We are one minute under time. We got to wrap it up. Angela has got to go to bed. Like, follow, subscribe, download. Uh, Yeah, thanks for staying tuned. We don't know what the fuck we're doing, but we're glad you're here. You can... Uh, downless podcast subscribe to us wherever you are listening make sure to ring that motherfucking bell because lord knows we don't know when things are coming out you can also follow us on tiktok and instagram at nisha d's pod uh and make sure to tell a friend good night and goodbye good night and goodbye